Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. We're live. We are live. What's up, besties? This is Jill. And then it's Danny J. Danny Jizzle. Um, so I was listening to our episode the other day, and we you mentioned uh, HRT, hormone replacement therapy, and I kind of forgot about that conversation. And I started getting ads targeted towards hormone stuff. Anyway, I got this ad for a company, and there's a quiz. And of course, they get you with these quizzes like, see what's, see what the fuck is wrong with you. So I, <laughs> I took, like, damn, everything's wrong with me. Yeah. So I took the quiz. Long story short, um, I'm starting some HRT stuff this week. I actually, they sent it to me last week, but I couldn't start it on my period. So basically, I'll be starting progesterone. Seems like I might have a little, imbalance my periods the last almost probably the last six months but the last two for sure have been so unbearable where I cannot leave the house um Sunday I was in so much pain like I was literally crying and I have a high pain tolerance but I was like literal tears coming out of my eyes like crying in pain and took so much Advil and just was so miserable and I've never had this kind of pain before in my life and then this the blood wasn't so bad but two cycles ago I had so much clotting, like so much blood. It was just out of control. And I have a blood disorder where I'm supposed to donate blood. And funny enough, I had donated right after my period and then I got my blood work done and I was actually like so low. My doctor was like, um, now you're anemic. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, geez. (laughs) So I lost so much blood in my last period. So right now I don't even have to donate blood for a while because I've been bleeding so bad. So anyway, all that to say, I'll let you know how it goes. Um, and then the other, the fun, I thought this was funny, was it's it's um, like a naturopath. She's in Austin and she was telling me what they were going to put me on. She goes, we'll do progesterone and then some testosterone. And we were on Zoom, not a Zoom, but kind of a, I don't know, some kind of app like Zoom. And it was cutting in and out. So she goes, and you're just going to take some and put some on your labia. And then, and but it kind of cut out when she said that. And so I'm like, excuse me (laughs) where do I put it I said where did where did you say to put it she goes on your labia I'm like oh that's what I thought you did say so (laughs) uh she wants me to put some testosterone cream on my inner labia every other day I'm like wow we'll we'll see how that goes oh geez (laughs) well you definitely need to check back in with us yeah so we actually have a guest slated for the end of this month we're gonna have Esther Perel on I mean not Esther Perel Esther Blum (laughs) Another Esther, we were just talking about yeah. Esther Prowl. Esther Blum, who is a, um, she's an RD and she has been doing a lot of this and she just came out, she's an author as well. She has several best-selling books and her most recent book is called See You Later, Ovulator mm. and it's for perimenopause and menopause and we're going to ask her all the juicy questions about HRT because that's what yes. she does in her clinic. Dude, I cannot wait because one of the things this lady, the doctor told me too was perimenopause can last 10 years so like basically yes now i'm we're perimenopause i thought it was just like the year before but no she's like no it can start at 35 yeah as early as 35 so it's funny like i see those posts on social media that's like you might be perimenopausal if and it's like 
and I, I check all the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also like, but I don't feel bad. Right. You know, like you just get this feeling of like, okay, I'm perimenopausal. I'm going into menopause. Like, I don't know, for me, like a couple times a week, waking up for like 30 minutes in the middle of the night is not mm-hmm. like a huge deal. It's not, I don't, I don't feel like I have insomnia, but then I'll see a post that's like, you might have insomnia if, and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it affects me. I don't know. It's a weird. So you're like, I know that I'm in perimenopause, but it's not not having like hot flag. It's not like a huge, yeah. it's not impending, uh, impeding my ability to actually work or anything. So I don't know. Yeah. But the periods are, are definitely weird. I think that sometimes not feeling good when it comes on so gradually, you're just, you get used to feeling a certain way. And then you're like, oh, this is just normal. But the last two periods have been bad enough where I I was personally scared. I thought maybe I had endometriosis or I was looking Mm -hmm. up something called adenomyosis, which is like um, kind of tumors with, not tumors, but like kind of tumorish things cysts within the walls of the uterus and so I was about to go to the OBGYN and get ultrasounds but there's not a whole lot you could do with those do about that stuff so I'm hoping that taking progesterone can balance it out and that I don't have any of those other things could be still who knows now this is like what telemedicine Like, yeah. So this is an ND and she's she has her licensure in Texas or yeah. So it's telemedicine. I don't. I guess she has her license in a couple different states. She just happens to live in Texas and yeah. So this place, it's basically like you pay a monthly fee and then they they FedEx your stuff to you and then you do labs and it's pretty comprehensive and it's great. And if you want to like DM me and ask, I could send you the link or her stuff and. Cool. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll keep you updated. But yep, tell us about I, your labia. I start with la- I start with labia. Uh, I asked Jeff if he could put the testosterone on me. I'm like, hey, I, I don't your know. labia. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know can, where my labia is. Can you tell me? Right, can you show like, me how to do it? Get down there and look at it. <laughs> Massage it. And then we'll <laughs> so funny. Yeah, getting old is weird, man. But the progesterone I just take as a pill, so. I guess I don't have to stick the pill up my vagina, <laughs> which is also a thing. I have a friend yeah. who did IVF and she had to stick progesterone up her vag. So suppositories. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're talking about Valentine's Day today, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that holiday of love. <laughs> so Valentine's is coming up and I was thinking I don't have a whole lot to say on it, but I, I was actually I got this email from Esther Perel, speaking of the other Esther. And Esther Perel's an author. She's a, uh, I don't know, psychiatrist. I think she's a psychiatrist. She works yep, with a she's lot a psychiatrist. of psychiatrists, like thirty-year works... relationship psychiatrist. Like, yes, like a relationship counselor. Did you know her husband also does this kind of stuff? Does he? I thought she's with someone yeah. else now. Like I think she's on like I think she's like in more of a newer relationship, but maybe not. Uh, I mean, I feel oh. like her social media. Maybe oh. it is her husband. I don't know, if, but I, I feel like they hadn't been together too long. Oh, but maybe. Well. Yeah, she. So she wrote this email the other day, um, maybe yesterday actually, February sixth. Yep, yesterday, and she tells this story about her and her husband about Valentine's Day, and basically they got, they were in a place in their uh, relationship where they were taking care of aging parents, raising two kids. They both had they both had their psychotherapy practices because he does something very similar to her. Just like overstressed, busy, kind of the place probably a lot of us are in with, you know, we got people pulling at us. I mean, except Jill and I don't have children, but, you know, people still pulling at you from all angles. And then just going and then basically the comment was don't even think about going out on Valentine's Day. And they were just like, 
thinking about this holiday coming up and just if you're in a relationship and maybe your relationship is just not in the best place right now, like, you know, you could be better. Maybe things are tense. And then you have this holiday coming up and suddenly you're supposed to be like, oh, I care about you. And you're kind of like giving the side eye to your partner, like, fuck off about this holiday. So kind of her whole message here in the email was she's, she was saying that she just wasn't feeling very romantic. They were really stuck in the trenches. But having that day was kind of what they both needed to get out of that place. So while she was like, well, I don't want to do anything for Valentine's Day and he didn't want to do anything for Valentine's Day, actually having it was kind of uh, this little like nugget of light, I guess, if I can think of some silly way to put it, but just this little sliver of light that they needed for the relationship to actually make a point to see each other. And I think so, so many times we come off with like, it's a hallmark holiday it's not real or if you really loved each other you would celebrate it all year and we don't need one day to do that but I loved this message here in that she was like things just weren't going well and we were just stressed and and we were kind of bickering and we kind of forgot that we were in love and just having that little day even if it was just like kind of faking it till we make it was something that helped them kind of get out of those trenches. And she said, like, looking back now, they could kind of laugh at it. And it seems ludicrous because really it was really what they really wanted. It was like they needed that place. They needed um, they needed that ritual or they needed something to bring them back together. And they didn't have it at that time. So, yeah. No, I love it. I, I was hoping you were going that direction because I didn't get this email, but I was like, that's actually my take on it. And we can definitely mm-hmm. talk about like being single on Valentine's Day instead of like maybe some of that stuff too. But I actually agree. I've never been like, it's a Hallmark holiday. I'm just like, so what to me? And also my love language is, is quality time. So like for me, it's like an excuse because I'm always looking for excuses for us to connect. I'm like, that's just my preference. I don't really care about gifts. That's never been a really big B thing. But it's like, to me, if someone sets aside time, like dedicated time, not like time where you're crossing each other in the house and one person's going to work and the other person's running out and like taking care of the dog and whatever. Like that's not quality time in my estimation. Estimation, I mean, quality time to me is like dedicated, conscious, like what are we, are we spending time doing something together, whether it's dinner or a walk or a, a, like a like a road trip or uh, are we making dinner together? It doesn't have to be like a huge expense. Are we, Keith hates this, but I mean, he doesn't hate it, but he always does it, but it wouldn't be his first choice as I always asked to do like conversation cards like to me I'm like because sometimes when you're with someone for a long time I don't know if you had this experience when you are with someone for a time you kind of like know all their stories at some point I've had that experience where I'm kind of like I kind of there's not like any new stories really quite yet you know luckily like he works somewhere else so like he'll come home with some stories from work and like I can share some of the stuff from the business and my clients but the most part like all of our stories are shared stories. It's like either the, you told me all the ones before I, I got to, I met you and now we have a whole bunch of like shared stories. And so sometimes it's nice to just, and it feels a little bit out of left field sometimes to be like, I don't know, just ask like a really deep question on like a normal Tuesday afternoon. So questions, like when you bring the cards up, it's kind of like gives you an excuse to go a little bit deeper than maybe either one of you feel comfortable with just doing out of the blue. And so I got a couple new question decks. So that will definitely be on the, we got a couple road trips coming up. So, and you always just feel closer. We always have like great discussion and always like reminds us of other things you want to share with each other. And so sometimes I agree that even something that feels fabricated can still be useful for the relationship. Like whether it is something like cards, like I think in 
you know, ideally we'd be like, we should be having deep conversations all the time. That's just not life, right? We'd be showing each other how much we love each other all the time. Like no one can maintain that level of intensity, right? Mm -hmm. The level of intensity of like, I love you. I want to be with you. Like, unless you're in the first year or two of your relationship, right? That's when like you have the the honeymoon phase and yes, you like can't, um, like you can't, if they're in the room, it's like all you can think about. And if they're not in the room, it's all you can think about. At some point you're like, it's regular. So how do we have maybe these little bright spots, whether it's Valentine's Day or they're doing something like the cards or having a little quality time or whatever, that does kind of bring you back and remind you just like how much you love each other and how much you appreciate each other and just how much you get along too. You know, it's some some of my favorite times are at dinner with the two of us. We're having conversations. We're like laughing or something like, yeah, we get along really well, but we need that connection point. And so I don't mind Valentine's being the, the opportunity for it. Yeah. It's like, let's do it. <laughs> I think too, it matter. You need to ask and and communicate to your partner what does this holiday mean to you so there can be an impulse to skip it especially if you're just like i'm not feeling it right now we're not into it but it can also hurt your partner like maybe it does mean something to them maybe it is a chance like i remember when i was a kid loving valentine's day because you'd make these boxes at school and then go around and give everyone their valentines and i just had the best time it was such a fun holiday for me and obviously it's completely different now and it's not I'm not like buying Valentine's for everybody, but I think it can be fun. And and for some people, it's and it's not just Valentine's Day. It's really any holiday. What do these holidays mean to you and what do they mean to your partner and communicate that? Because I think there's also expectations that can fall short or you can feel hurt, mm. even if it's a birthday. Some people are like, I don't care about birthdays. Other one of my one of my uh, friends birthdays are a big fucking deal to her. And if you are not celebrating her and getting her presents and like saying happy birthday, making a big deal. She's very upset. And so for me, it's not a big deal. In fact, sometimes I'm like a little embarrassed by it. And if people are making too big of a deal, it's like tone it down a little bit. So I think it's super important to know which holidays are important to your partner and which holidays aren't. And like Jeff and I for Christmas, um, my ex apparently found out when we were getting divorced that Christmas was such a big deal to him that apparently he had an affair over it. That's kind of a joke, but not really. Um, but for Jeff and I, Christmas isn't isn't like a big gift sharing holiday. Like we're not we're not decorating. We don't do that. But for some people, that tradition is very very important to make make everything feel really good. And so for Valentine's Day coming up, even if you're not going to do a big celebration, it's at the very least worth a conversation. Like how do you feel about it? And even just making a little note, like I'm so grateful for you today, or. Um, I just appreciate everything you do for us in this relationship. Just like just a note of the holiday it doesn't have to be a big deal, but also having a conversation about the holiday. Like, how do you feel? How do you want chocolates? Do you want flowers? Or if you have that expectation, you need to let your partner know so they're not set up to fail too. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about that as you were saying that we were talking about making Valentines when we were kids. Like I remember giving mm-hmm. Valentines to my girlfriends too. Like we don't yeah. ever do that, you know. Like I always on Mother's Day, I always text all my friends who are mothers. I don't just text my own mom. Yeah. I text all my girlfriends who are moms, and I'm like, we could do that on Valentine's Day too, and just you know make a habit of just like if you aren't someone who feels super comfortable with emotions or um, sharing, you know, I don't know something that you feel like is a little mushy or whatever. I've just I've. I personally have found that so much more important as I get older, telling my girlfriends that I do love them, I appreciate them, whatever. And so, you know, you and I will talk on the phone. It's like, okay, I love you. Talk like, I just for me, that's important. And so, yeah, maybe on Valentine's Day, if maybe you're not with someone or not with someone romantically, I don't know, to me, I'm like, tell your girlfriends or tell your siblings or tell other people what they mean to you. And it might be a good opportunity for that as well. I really like that. Actually, uh, I just saw 
a girlfriend of mine on Instagram had a little Galentine's party yesterday at her house and they at the end of it like they they made a little dish together like they made pasta together and then they had like flower arrangements and they all made their own little flower arrangements and I was like that looks really fun like it was just a girl's a girl's night and it was a friend thing and I was like if I had some girlfriends <laughs> I, mean, like, I was gonna say if I had friends, we single like we didn't even did we ever we never did that when we were single no oh, what were we doing I don't know either Nothing. I don't know either but I also never I don't know if you had this experience I never felt bad about it you know on social media too and like I know you yeah. and I like you love love like Danny J will cry at a picture of a couple or like an engagement picture or something or like a baby announcement or something <laughs> So I actually really like seeing people's love on social media. Like I know people are like, oh, they're just doing this for Valentine's Day. And I'm like, so what? Like to me, you know, and they're like, oh, it's not even real or whatever. Like who cares? Like to me, I'm just like, I don't know. To me, I like that expression and I don't feel any certain, even when I was single, I never felt a way about it. I was like, these people relationship has nothing to do with me being single. Right. Like, they're happy. They love each other. Like I love that for them. Yeah. So I don't know. I always like that too. And you know, so if you're going into, if you are single, if it is something that's triggering to you, just realize that you're probably going to see a lot of that on Valentine's Day on Instagram, Facebook, and maybe practice making it not about you. That's Ew. what's hard. This is called practice self-love. Give yourself, self-love. give yourself a labia massage. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were gonna say that because I was like, it's going in that direction. <laughs> oh, oh man, that is I, some self love right there. Oh man, I am actually wondering if testosterone on the labia is gonna make it more sensitive down there. So we'll see. Um, uh, is it gonna grow it? I I hope not. God, <laughs> I'll have a giant clit. I mean, that won't be a bad, that would never be a bad thing. Just more Uh, surface area. That's all I'm saying. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I'd be interested in how everyone sees Valentine's Day. I mean, I know this is a short episode and we'll have to make sure that this gets published maybe before Valentine's Day because it's only a week away. But yeah, yeah, interested in like the many takes of Valentine's Day. I love that you mentioned having the conversation with your partner because I think everyone has a different... Uh, you know, um, my stepmom, the boy's mom, my brother's mom, she was always very much into Valentine's Day. That's one of her favorite holidays. And so she, yeah. but she told the boys that. So like, you know, if she's with someone, she wants flowers, she wants candy, she wants calls from the kids, like, you know, and so it's kind of just nice to know that about the people in your life and what they, and I like that too, because it's, you know, you feel comfortable enough telling someone that like when your friend is like, my birthday's a big deal, right? That, that could maybe feel a little embarrassing. You're like, I'm a 40 year old woman. Why is my birthday important? Yeah. But like the fact that she felt safe enough right and trusted you enough to share that with you you know to me I always love that when someone shares like hey this is you know my dad loves St. Patrick's Day he goes don't even call me on my birthday just call me on Patty's Day I'm like (laughs) all right he's like super Irish and that's his thing and so I love that you mentioned that because sometimes we just assume everyone has the same take on a holiday yeah and some people just need more some people don't want anything yeah, I was just thinking about your dad too, because Veterans Day. I know you mentioned Veterans Day and St. Patrick's Day, and like that's it. He's I was like, like, I don't care about anything are, else. Yeah, he doesn't care are, about Father's Day. Doesn't care about his yeah. birthday. Which actually, we're recording this on his birthday, ironically. <laughs> but yep, those are Jim's it holidays. Helps you, it helps you to know your the people in your life better, you know. And and if you love that person, you want them to be happy on those things, and you want to do what you can to make them feel appreciated on those days that they care about. It does. And it also sets up you for getting what you want to need. And I think it's important if you have these expectations and I don't know, we can, we can sit there and go, well, my boyfriend or husband or partner should know because there's flowers everywhere and there's candy. Shouldn't they just like buy me flowers and bring them? But it's like, no, 
not everybody is going to assume that you want flowers and some people don't. So if you do want flowers and I don't think it's it's you don't necessarily have to say it in a way like, hey, make sure you buy me flowers because then you're feeling like it's weird. But you could say, hey, I really love Valentine's Day and I love getting gifts on on Valentine's Day. And I think it would be really cool if you got me flowers or chocolates or whatever the thing is. Like I like getting little teddy bears or something. I think it's cute. And just you could say it playfully and nice and just so they know. And that way they can get it instead of you like waiting and hoping they did. And then you're very disappointed and upset. And I just think it's important to have that conversation. And it's funny because Jeff and I, our anniversary is the 18th of February. So it's, we've had this conversation before. I told him at the beginning, I was like, Valentine's Day is not a big deal. Let's just celebrate one. And he's like, nope, I don't trust you. Women will say that. So I'm still going to do, so he still will always do something on Valentine's Day because he's afraid (laughs) that I'm lying. (laughs) But it's still not like he doesn't go all out for Valentine's Day. It just, he just doesn't ignore it completely because he's worried that that's well not you're a making thing. bank in uh february and march then because i we know got valentine's day we got your anniversary and your birthday early may early march he's he always is like he's like i got a lot to do these months so i'm like yep, yep figure it out dude you do back yep. to back <laughs> good luck to you i'll be here waiting to receive it maybe i'll give you a labia massage yes great. oh there we go <laughs> Well, happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening, and I hope you get everything that you want, including a labia massage, either yeah. by you or someone else. Do yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Report back, and Danny will too. That's all oh we got God. for you guys. Hopefully, you have a great week, and we will see you on the next episode. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>